lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast. This is your host, Jody Pratt, my fellow host, Patrick Wigfall. This is Director's Cut episode, whatever the fuck. This is P's episode. Nigga, take it over, bro. You got this. All right, so I want everybody to just close your eyes and go back. Go back. Go back to the 50s. Go back to the 40s. Mr. Sandman. With uh, that good old black and white. That noir. That good old, listen to me, see? And if you if you can, picture South uh, New Jersey. Right right near New York, right? And picture smoke coming out of whatever the fuck it is. It's a kind of shitty place. It's kind of run down, but it is a... Uh, it is a place, right? And you're, you're brought into Jimmy. Jimmy Salvini. A young cat, 13 years old, just living life. Living life off of uh, his dad's actions. He's respected in the community because of his dad. His dad is a... He's not a well-to-do guy, but he's not a uh, hitter. He's a man that that makes things happen, but he's not just like a hitman. And so uh, Jimmy is known in his town, but also not because of his father, but because he carries himself. Mm. He is a he's a mature kid for his age because of what he believes his father is. Mm. And that's where the story starts. Let's go. Story starts with uh, Jimmy at his house working on homework that he can't figure out. And his mother trying to help him, Marie Salvini. And it comes into a, a like a visual of him close up by his homework. And he's like, this makes no sense. How does, and he's talking to his mom about it. And she's cooking, trying to make shit happen. You know, doing three things at once like women do. And his dad comes in. He's like. Hey, Dad, he's like, not now, Jimmy. Walks right past Jimmy. And you hear a commotion. Not like a, an abusive commotion, but like a uh, stop what you're doing. We need to make things happen right now. And uh, he's like, you know, Dad, what's happening? What's happening? He's like, pack your bags. And he's like, well, why, why would I have to pack my bags? He's like, I'm not asking for, I'm not asking for questions. I'm asking for you to do what I said. Right now. And from a man of esteem, as his father is, Joseph, I hate that I gave him that name because I'm just going to look and at the you. I love you. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, I've never seen this reaction out of my father. Things don't scare him. So something's wrong. And he's never seen his mother shook. His mother is the backbone of this family as far as you're okay because I'm here. Mm. And if I'm not here, you can bet your last dollar your dad will be here. Mm-hmm. He's like, why what, Why are we leaving? He's like, pack your bags, Jimmy. We're out of here. And he's like, I, I didn't even get to say goodbye to my friends. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jimmy, do you... Do, these friends are moments in life 
I need to make sure those moments keep going. You have to listen to me. Shut it down. Get your bags. Be in the car. I'll be right back. He's like, okay. He leaves. The mom's frazzled. She's she's really packing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's so oblivious to what her child is doing because of the knowledge that's been dropped onto her. He's like, I got to go tell my best bud that I'm out of here. You know what I mean? This is back in the 50s where, like, you have one good friend who was, like, going to be your friend forever. Like, unless one of y'all killed somebody, you're going to be friends forever. And he, like, tears the fucking home phone out of the wall because they're listening. What do you mean? You think so? Like, they're looking for this nigga. The, the drop is on him. Mm-hmm. So instead of just calling his best friend, he's like, don't pick up the phone. No, he he goes initially because the nigga's down the street. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's close enough it's close enough for him to go there and be like, Mom's mom's doing other shit. She's not really paying attention to what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And I have to say goodbye to Cartwright or whatever his name is, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And because he is a uh his father is an influential person in that area. Uh-huh. Cops pull up on him. Oh, okay, okay. While he's there with his with his friend, he's just like, "Hey, we're gonna be out of here." He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna come back, bro." Like, you know, New Jersey, I bleed that. I'm gonna be back. Ain't nobody gonna run me out of my town. Whoop! It's like, hey, 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 uh, hey, Jimmy, and he has no idea of why his father is so like upset right now. And he's like, "Hey, Jimmy, let me talk to you for a second. He goes, he just trusts them because his father, he's seen these people with his father often. Mm-hmm. He goes and he's like, you know, how you doing, Tony? He's like, you seen your daddy? He's like, uh, pop, he was at the house. I say 20 minutes ago, he just left it. What's wrong? He's like, where'd he leave to? And he's like, uh, <coughs> I like, honestly, like, he, he, whoop, whoop. his bet, his, his father's best friend, John, pulls up. And he's not in uniform, but he is in a cop car. And he gets out, like, hey, Jimmy. And then this is where you see, you see it. He gets out of the car to go talk, uh, go address what's happening. And instead of them acknowledging him, they look at each other and both get out of the car. And he's like, hey, Jimmy, come here. Come here. Come here. And he's like, how you doing, son? How you doing? Touching him on his face and shit. And he's like, how you doing, uh, uh, uncle? Uh, I was just talking to him. And he's like, get behind me, Jimmy. And he's like, so uh, how can I help you guys? Or, you know, what beat are you guys on tonight? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, Yours. He's like, hey Jimmy, how about how, how about you how about you go home? He's like, I'm not. He's like, how about you go home? And that's when you start to see these niggas going for their weapons. And there's a shootout. John kills one of the niggas and then gets smoked by the other cat. Damn, headshot, body shot. Uh, body shot. 
body shot. It's old school 50 shit. Yeah. You feel me? A nigga with a great jacket just leaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, he sees this happen. And the last thing that John tells him is like, get home. This isn't the end of your story. This is the end of my story. You have a whole book to make. Let's make sure that happens. He runs home. His mother is frantic because she's like, where the fuck were you at? And he's like, I went, I went to go see Cartwright. And she's like, what did we tell you? And then the dad comes home and he's like, all right, are the bags packed? And he's like, dad, I, I hate to tell you this, but John, John is dead. And he's like, how? How do you know that? I left, I left the house, man. Uh, I wanted to say goodbye to Cartwright. I, I, I thought, I thought, and he was like, you didn't think. I told you what to do. Is he dead or did you leave him? And he's like, he told me to run. So and now like, you listen, motherfucker. And, and, and the look on his face is a look of like, I don't respect you. On the father's face, like, so you let my best friend die. And because he's still about that life, he just happens to need to get out of here now. And so uh, he's like, get in the car, Jimmy. And he's like, Pop, I'm sorry. He, get in the fucking car. And his dad doesn't cuss at him like that. Mm-hmm. So this shows like that uh, that gap between the father and son. And the mother is is disheveled right and he's like i need to i need to go make sure our plans on getting out of here are gonna are, we're gonna be able to get across that border because once we leave jersey we're out of here the trouble is just here we will make it out of here but i got i gotta go talk to my contact and now that john is gone i gotta go he leaves again and he's like jimmy I need you to listen to me. This isn't in a nice tone either. He's like, fucking stay here. That's all I'm asking of you. You've done enough. How about you sit on your fucking hands and make sure we can finish this out the way we need to. Jimmy, being Jimmy, follows him to say sorry. He wants to he wants to make amends because he knows that his uncle, the nigga he grew up seeing every day, is now dead because he he didn't listen. He follows his dad, and his dad ends up linking up with this blonde chick at a distance. And he doesn't know who she is. But they're talking, and then she gives his dad a kiss on the cheek. And he's like, You're fucking what are you doing here? You're telling me John, Uncle John is dead and you're over here kissing girls? And his whole his whole perspective of the e- that event changed to you kissed her instead of her giving you a kiss on the cheek. And so his whole mentality fucked up as far as like what he's seeing his dad as. And and that's the large picture of the whole story is that it just continually changes. Mm-hmm. And so And he's displacing yeah, his own guilt, guilt mm-hmm. onto his father. Yeah, hey, Although, it's, it's not about me getting Uncle Uncle uh, uh, John Uncle John killed. Why are you kissing this lady in the 
you know what I mean, in the back of the diner, bro. Like, what the fuck? And and I'd say he's watching her for maybe twenty minutes. They're what he's watching the whole engagement go down. Mm-hmm. And this is old school shit. We're like, thanks, doll. And they would give you a kiss on the cheek. He, she gives him a kiss on the cheek, but that's old school shit. Yeah, kiss on both sides. Pop. And when when he sees that, he's like irate. He's like, "There, Uncle John just died, and you're out here cheating on mom. Like, who are you as a person? Like, what what heart do you have to lose somebody and still be about this life? And so he's like upset, and he goes home. Cut to when they leave the house. The mom is frantically putting away shit. Night or day? Uh, I'd say three three in the day when they leave. He comes back at about like 5.45, 6. It's about this time of year, so it's getting dark early. Yeah. And she's frantically like putting away shit. And she's like, we don't need fucking cozies on this trip. Like, we don't need extra shit. Joseph, just come in. And she doesn't know who it is. She hears the door open and she's like, we need to get out of here before anybody, uh, like. And it's Luigi Carmine. The nigga that's after Joseph. Opens the door and he's like, love what you're doing with the space. Woo! And she's like, Luigi. And he's like, ah, have you seen uh, Joe around? I heard, um, I heard he, him and Jimmy been active. What does what, what Jimmy got to do with this? Luigi, he's like, mm, you know. You know. I, I need what I said. I, I, he knows what I want. Do you have it? And she's like, I, Luigi, I promise you, like, we're we're on the up and up. Like, this isn't what it... Leave the rest to your mind. He beats her to death and then shoots her numerous times. Like, overkill kind of thing. Wow. Jimmy comes home to that. He comes home to a, a loose door. And, and he goes to, like, fuck with the lock. And he's like, he's so upset, he's immediately going to unload onto his mom. He's like, Mom, I, I think I think that is... Mom? Mom? And he walks in and he sees, like, bloody shoe prints leaving the house. He's like, Mama? Mom? And then he finds her, like, brutally beaten and shot to death. And he's sitting there holding his mother, crying. And his dad comes in like, you ready to go? <laughs> and his dad sees it. And that's when that, that, that I don't know the rest of the story comes in for Jimmy. Where he's like, don't touch her. This is my mother. Don't touch her. You don't deserve to touch her. Where were you at? And he's like, what are you talking about, Jimmy? He's like, where were you at? What about that blonde bitch? You know, like, what What about that blonde chick? What happened with that? And he's like, did you follow me again, Jimmy? He's like, I told you, you're not listening. He's like, you're not listening. This is my mother. You don't touch her. 
And so now that 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 separation of we are a family and you're the nigga that can keep me safe happens. Because he's like, we got to go. If Carmine found her, he's watching us. We got to get out of here. And he's like, he has to leave his mother in the blood. They get in the car. They're driving, right? And he's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, son. But, you know, the more I tell you, the worse it's going to be for you. And he's like, that, that seems like a lot of the story you got to tell me. <coughs> seems like a lot of what we're living through right now is you not telling me the truth. And so they get to a diner. And he's like, I, I have to make contact. You know, I have to tell people where we're going. So I know where we're headed. Mm. There's people looking for us. Keep your head low. Keep it tucked. And if you see a cop, don't make eye contact. They're looking for us. And he's like, what did you do? And he's like, when time comes, I'll tell you. But you don't need to wear this right now. I need to, we need to make it out of this city. I lost your mother and I'll be damned if I lose you. Because I've lost myself on this already. And he's just like, the dad is kind of, he's kind of like, not stir crazy, but he's like, he's numb at this point. Losing his wife broke him. And his, losing his mom broke him. So like that, that, that figurehead that they both had is gone now. And so they're at the diner and he's like, I need to go make a call, Jimmy. If you see anything, don't move let me know stay here i lose sight of you somebody's gonna die he goes to make a phone call because you feel me everybody had to pay for him back then he has to go 20 feet away um two cops walking that he notices at the diner and they're going in there to get you know black coffee or whatever and he sees him looking around but like laughing <coughs> talking or whatever and he's like, I gotta go. And the waitress brings him the check. And she's like, hey, doll, how you doing? She's like, he's like, shh, 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 shut the fuck up. He's like, I'll take that. My dad's gonna be coming back right now. She's like, all right, let me know if you need anything else. And he's like, ugh. And then they walk past him and he just keeps his head down. And he writes on the receipt outside, cops are in here. He leaves. His father... Hits the corner after talking to his contact. His son ain't there. Sees the cops inside. Hits that good old quiet motion out of the diner. And he's like, where the fuck is that? Where the fuck? And he's right by the car, like, in the, you know, not in the cut, but, like, slinked down. Yeah. And his dad loses his shit on him. He's like, where the f- why the fuck would you do that? We are, this is... Situation critical. We do not need you going out. And he's like, the, the cops were in there. You told me not to like talk to them, not to trust them. And he's like, I can't lose you too. And he's like, you didn't care about losing mom. You got homegirl on the side, right? And he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, Jimmy. He's like, I know what I've seen though. Can you tell me that what I saw wasn't real? And he's like, it's not what you think, Jimmy. And he's like, what is real about you? Who are you? Because I've lived my life matching your energy. And I don't know who you are. 
And he's like, Jimmy, this is not what I need right now. And in the middle of this argument, that blonde chick is across the street. And it catches his father's eye. And he's like, stay in the car, Jimmy. And he's like, so you're going to go, <laughs> you're going to go talk to her. Okay. All right. And Jimmy is at the point of breaking because his father's not divulging everything. He's not telling him everything. But he's seeing everything. So you gotta you gotta meet me halfway with the, the with the ending of this story. You can't give me a book and then be like, I'll give you the beginning part, but not the end. Yeah. And so when he, when his father gets out to go talk to the blonde chick across the street, he says him, she gives him a hug and he's like, <coughs> When that happens, his mother has just died within the day. You know, and so he's like irate and he's like starts smashing shit in the car. And he's like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Gets out of the car and runs. And his dad hears the slamming of the door. And he looks back and he's like, Jimmy. Both of the cops come out at that same time and see him running away. And they're like, that's the, that's Salvini's kid. And so he sees the two cops pull up on him. Mind you, his dad kept a pistol in the car and when he was smashing about it loosened up some shit and he finds the gun that his dad had he takes it with him his dad sees them following him down the, the shit runs back to his car opens up the the glove compartment and nothing he's like fucking fuck 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 and he's like but my boy is being chased by two niggas who will kill him Runs into battle, no weapons. Uh, Jimmy's running down, runs into a fence, old school shit, can't hop it. And they're like, hey, Jimmy, 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 why are you running away, man? Like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blue crew. We're here. We're good. We're good, baby. Why are you running? Have you seen your dad? And he's like, no, I haven't, I haven't seen him. He's like, how about you come with us? <coughs> I bet you we can find them together. And he's like, I, I don't want to go anywhere with you. And he's like, hmm. Sounds, sounds like you know a little bit more than you're telling us. And as he's saying this, Joseph peeks his head around the corner and like makes eye contact with them, but like not enough to where, you know, anybody else notices it. And then right before they notice that he's behind them, Jimmy pulls out the gun. Shaky as fuck. Back up. Back. He he doesn't even have... The vernacular to even threaten the nigga. Exactly. Yeah. They know that, like, you shoot, you're probably going to hit my shoulder, but you ain't going through my chest. Yeah. And so they're approaching him, being <clears throat> like, the second I grab this gun, I'm going to kill you with it. And so he's dealing with this, Dad gets into an old school fisticuffs fight. Throws a nigga into a wall. Come here, see? And just pieces up a nigga, right? Knocks him out. He hits his head on something. He's out. Other nigga he's tussling with, bow! Shot in the belly. So now his dad is like, oh, I'm dying. And he's like, dad, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? During that like little scuffle, 
Jimmy shoots the nigga. The dad isn't the one with the bullet in the belly. The cop is. Mm. So now Jimmy is a murderer. Cop killer. And his father did get, you know, injured, but not, you know, mortally. As they're uh, getting in the car, he's like, you're going to have to drive me, Jimmy. We got we got to get out of Jersey. <coughs> and he's like, I can't drive. He's like, we'll make it happen. And they're driving, and he's like, just p- pull over here. And as they're driving, he tells Jimmy the full story. That he didn't want to go through on, on a deal that was going to kill people. And he, he bailed out. He was basically like a not a hired killer, but somebody who knew that my actions are gonna cause death. And he just didn't want that. Like I don't I didn't want him to be a hired hand because it seemed too easy. What if he's a bookkeeper? That works perfect. Yeah. He just knows where money's going that's mad illegal. And he's just like, hey, it is what it is. But when he starts seeing like red on the ledger. That's when his his morality kicks in. Yeah, and and Ital- like mobs back then, when you did a lot and you have to be counted on, mm-hmm. they end up just killing you and giving your job to somebody else. Yeah, it wasn't a reason why they killed you, and that's essentially what this is. Yeah, you just know too much. Yeah, you know you have all the books. Yeah, and and you have the books on politicians, <clears throat> on cops, on everybody, and you know. North Bergen, New Jersey. You know what I mean? You know, you know last names. And that that holds a weight when you can snitch. If I can talk to somebody and be like, it was Joseph Pratt instead of Joe. That's a big difference. And so that's what they're chasing. He tells Jimmy this and he's and Jimmy's just like, I just want to know why you didn't love mom. And that causes a complete emotional break for the dad. And he's like, I loved her the moment I saw her. And I've never not loved her. I love her till this moment, like till right now. And he's like, so how are you kissing some other some other woman? And he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, Jimmy. That's my contact to get us out of here. She's the only reason that I was able to get you before Carmine got to you. And he's like, why did she kiss you? He's like, and that's why I don't know where to go with it. It's like, is there like an under, underlying like love interest on her side, not his side? Because he was so madly in love with his wife? Um, yeah. I, I feel like, no, no, maybe it's just a, just a, over the years, he does book work. Yeah. He's he's become friends with secretaries. It, it, to be honest, he's like, he goes out with the girls, nigga. Like, he's not a person that is a, oh, by the look of him, I'm terrified kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? Hang out with the, the, with the ladies just so I can get some fresh tips for my wife type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, platonic friendship that they had and it's the old school shit where like it's masked in like uh subtleties yeah where like you're like 
is she really coming on him? Like, no, that's just how it was. Yeah. Kissing on the cheek was a thing that they did. That doesn't mean that he had affection for her. He came home every night planning to be with her. Yeah. And, mom. and it would be interesting if, if um, Jimmy's like a homeschool kid. That's why he's so like mistaken by affection. That's not his mom and dad. Yeah, he's because he's that. yeah exactly because he's hella stuck on this kiss that he's just like you don't love my mom, and that breaks everything when 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 you yeah like and and that show it's a it's a it's a changing of the guard as far as uh your emotional like reality yeah. that a doesn't always equal b sometimes it could be c. Yep. You don't you don't know the full equation because you don't know the full you know problem, and I I, I want I want as they're driving out and he's telling them the story he's like I couldn't have told your mother because like she thought of me like you did like you used to she thought of me as uh, a good person. And maybe I'm not that. Maybe I never was. Is he even informant? He could be. Does he flip? And that's why they wanted to kill him? I, I honestly think it's anything that the mob is running you out of town for. Uh, you know what would be which dope? Be, which if... could be flipping, which could be uh, doing the books, which could be leaving. Yeah. As simple as being like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, okay, yeah, go kill his family. It could be as simple as any of those things. But I think that that follows, that, that second to the relationship with the, him and his son is that his son built his uh, confidence on his father yeah. off of the reality that he thought his father lived. And and it, this is just a, a, a he's rolling downhill as far as beliefs of the man that he looked up to and he walked in the shadow of. This is a man that didn't fear people. This is a man when I said his name, people made a way in the line. And who is he now? A coward running away. And he doesn't understand the complex nature of doing the right thing and you don't always come out looking like a good guy. Yeah. Or or the <clears throat> or the power behind the the opponent that you have. Yeah. Cuz to him it's just riding bikes and and playing yeah. jacks. I'm I'm fucking kicking a can and being like, "Hey, I kicked that can hella far. Can you kick it further?" Yeah. And it's just like this goes deeper than that, pal. Like, you think your mother was beaten up and shot because I didn't say the right numbers? Yeah. You saw your uncle John get murdered in front of you? And you don't think that's a little bit deeper than that? And it's just adolescence. And that's the peeling back of the onion as the story goes on is that, like, <clears throat> it, it, it glimpses back to those moments where there's things said that make sense at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, hey, John, we know you care about the kid, but this has nothing to do with you. 
And he's like, it has everything to do with me. And that's when he gets out of the car. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that where it's like, John knew he was trying to leave. Yeah. John knew he was like, I have to get out of Jersey because Jersey is trouble. Mm-hmm. And we got to get out of here. <clears throat> and through his son driving the car while he's bleeding, his dad's bleeding out mm-hmm. and professing these deep, deep things that he hadn't even told his wife. Mm-hmm. And slowly, Jimmy's growing. Jimmy's slowly turning into James now. You know what I'm saying? And he's being that older nigga now because he's just like, it's not what you thought it was. It's not your fucking mom, you idiot. It's not me kissing some woman on the cheek. Where the fuck do you think you got new bikes from every six months? It wasn't me tossing out newspapers, bro. It's something deeper. Look at what they did to your mother. Life is deeper. Yeah. You you take these things at face value. And it's life isn't face value. You you walk in the shadow of a man you don't know. Yet I can't confess myself to you completely. So, you know, we're left at this impasse where we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And so this is where he's divulging all the information. And then in the distance near a bridge, it's fucking 12 at night, nigga, black and white. They pull up on the blonde chick and he's like, what the fuck are we doing here? And he's like, she's the way out. And then she like comes to the door and she's like, I'm sorry about your mother, Jimmy. And he's like, he doesn't want to accept it. But she's like, scoot over. She takes the will. They drive. And he sits back. And as they're driving, she's like, I've always loved your, your mother, Jimmy. And it's never been anything like that. And he, he he's fighting, wanting to cuss her out and being like, you know, you really think, but he knows how she's looking at him that that woman takes Joe more as a brother than a husband. Like the way she tends to him, the way she looks at him, she's like, oh, Joe, what have you done to yourself? What you got yourself into? And maybe it's, he's slowly starting to realize that blonde lady was kind of around. That's why he kind of felt betrayal. That would make it even deeper that he saw the blonde lady around the house more around this and that more. Well, that's the thing, though, is I think she's on that dirt side of what he does. Yeah. So she's not really at the house, but she he's seen her in passing so often because, you know, the streets ain't that big. Exactly. He's like, I see this bitch often. Yeah, and that's the woman you... That's what... It, it invokes more emotion. Yeah. Instead of being some random lady where he doesn't have much foundation upon... He's seeing her often. Like, I see you at the deli. Yeah. On, on, 34, on 31st. Like, I, I, I see her. You dropped me off at the deli. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, yeah, shit yeah, like yep, that where, exactly, like, he's like, bro. How, how have I known her my whole life and not known her? And he's like, you know, you can, there's a billion ways to walk to, you know, walk to a mountain. You just chose a different path. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. 
And so he's having these revelations. <clears throat> she talks to him. He he says nothing to her. On this car ride. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the most beautiful way to end this is that the dad is in the front, right? Bleeding still. Blonde chick is driving. And Joe reaches back to grab his son. And he's met by his son's hand. Mm. And as they're driving out, you see you are now leaving New Jersey. I like that. That's nice. And uh, the story is called Jersey Trouble. I like that. I hope you like it, see? (laughs) (laughs) And the whole shit sounds like that. Yeah. And, um... I just want to give a good shout out to uh, Joseph for giving me a board because this whole story was fleshed out in, you know, half a day due to the fact that if you look at a story, you can make it. That's it. Yeah. Stop putting off your desires and your what you can do and just fucking do it. Yeah. You know. You start somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. You just write it. Write it down. Whatever. You're like, man, I don't know how to write this story. I just don't. Start at a sentence. Yeah. Something. The guy's running through a field of flowers. And then go from there. And then on your second draft, you can create that entire beginning. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Baby steps equal a full step eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just make it happen. <clears throat> and I, I like that you didn't go with what we talked about in the kitchen. On that ending, I like that. Just, it's a bit sour. You don't get that, that relief of. Blowing out your lungs. Yeah. Being mad about something. uh, That and as well as having the, the villain live. Having his dad, you don't know how this is, how it ends after the credits. Does he die in that front seat? Is this. Is him holding his son, his son's hand, is that his last moments? You don't know that. You don't know. And it's just that sour sweet. And and I, I wanted to add in Carmine's <clears throat> ending to it, but that's the whole point is Carmine is Jersey. And Jersey Dude, is talk trouble. talk that shit. Talk that you know shit. And I mean, like, yeah. there's certain niggas that are going to run a town. Yeah. Run a place in the world. And that's not for you to sit there and try to fight Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's for you to flee and make it out of trouble. Yeah. Because it's not you fighting. Because who's gonna who's gonna watch you die? Is your son. Yeah. Who's gonna carry that weight of you dead? Your son. <clears throat> exactly. So, be the bigger man and run in this situation. Yeah. Because you have a whole town literally looking for you. Exactly. And that's it. Boom, man. Hey, look out for Jersey Trouble 2, Big Trouble. Uh, <laughs> when Jimmy comes back and kills Carmine. Jersey Trouble in Big China. <laughs> or Little China. Hey, I love that, man. That was good. That was good. You had me. It was, and and just those little bitty things to add it even more and how much he loved his dad. But in front of him, the God he constructed is just f- cracking at the bits. What is gold is really fool's gold. Mm-hmm. What is diamond is really glass. 
But at the bare bones, that's your dad. And but at the end of it, you you see the genuine version of the man. Yeah. That all, he created yeah. for the society that he lived in. Yeah. And although he's made out of wood, although he burns just like any other forest, he is still that guy. He's still him. And he, he held this away from his family because of the fact that he knew. Like, it's a slippery slope with the truth. Yeah. It's not always, yeah, daddy doesn't always make money the right way. It's a slippery slope. You can't tell people certain things. Yeah. And when you get in big, you got to keep it close to the chest. And when you keep it close to the chest, that means you're lying to people. Absolutely. When you're lying to people, you're creating a facade. You're creating a, a fictional reality. And they're like, oh, he's just uh, uh, really good at what he does. Yeah. And I'm like, no, why do we have three cars? Yeah. I would love for, but before he gets back and like, before he holds his son's hand and shit, because I love that ending. I want this nigga to mail off the fucking, the books to the feds. I'd, I'd love that. I got you right here. Uh, different different ending, same ending. Yeah. It, it ends with uh, a bloody handprint on the books that he dropped off. <clears throat> yeah. And that's going to send Carmine down the river. Yeah. Because it's at, it's at the DA's office. Mm-hmm. You're talking to the DA. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. He, he went above Carmine outside of the district. Yeah. Above and the chief of police. Above. Everybody's bought. Exactly. Except for the DA. That, that was uh, Harvey Dent. You know what I'm saying? Before he turned into Two-Face. Yeah, that's even better. Because... That's when the dad is like, no, it's not a bloody print. The son drops it off. Ooh. Father's too weak to do it. Yeah. And thus goes the story. Yep. A man picking up the mantle of his father. Or a boy picking up the mantle of his father. Yeah. We we, we walk in the shadows of men that we made into gods. Yeah. But they are men. Yeah. Because they fall just like a man. Yep. Yep, they fall to their knees, they cry, they die. Boom. Boom, man, pal. How you like like that? Go ahead. Send it out, bro. All right. Thank you guys uh, for joining us on this uh, good old scrapbook director's cut. That's called Jersey Trouble. And um, I enjoyed making that for y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, enjoying what comes out of our brains. Keep listening, man. We're only getting better, I promise you. And uh, shout out to everybody listening, man. Love you guys. We love you. Don't stop being creative. Uh, the Scrapbook Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Scrapbook Podcast on uh, IG. Let's make it happen. Love you guys. Keep it creative. Stay positive. Peace.